All right, we got another another Coasty guest on the uh, Veteran Foodie Podcast. I'm pretty excited about. I'm here on uh, Hellman's Kitchen Podcast, so pumped to welcome Ben Gartner, who's active duty Coast Guard, running uh, Big Big Ben's Bagels out of Nashville. So, well, welcome to the show, Ben. Pleasure to have you. Thanks, Stephen. I appreciate it. Yeah, for sure, man. I uh, let's see. Besides you, I had one other Coasty, one Coasty vet on. He's a retired MK. You might have caught it. Uh, uh, doing a barbecue seasoning company it was pretty cool. So you're you're only the second coastie on, but uh, I've only done a few. So okay, that's, that's pretty cool it. right there. And any coasties yeah, I need uh, moving forward that own small businesses, I'll send them your way. Hell yeah, absolutely, man. I love it. That's cool though. So so where are you at now? You're you're stationed in Nashville currently, right? Yeah, so I'm stationed in Nashville. I got here in 2019, and I was actually due to transfer this summer, but uh, I got extended a year. So. I got okay. a year of hanging out in Nashville and cool. That's enjoying it. Was that, uh, did you have to push for the year extension or did it just kind of fall in place for you? Yeah, it just kind of happened. I mean, it was nice. shot in the dark and it actually yeah. worked out. So, okay. That's cool. For any, any non-military people listening in the typical unit might be three, two to four years, depending. Um, sometimes you get to extend if you're, you're lucky or sometimes when you're not lucky, <laughs> it just depends, I guess. But that's cool, though, man. So I've never actually been to Nashville, and uh, my wife especially keeps telling me i got to go check it out. She was just out there for some big bachelorette party. I guess that's a big bachelor bachelorette party destination I keep hearing. Downtown yeah, especially, Nashville. especially yeah. in the last, uh, I'd say, five years, the bachelorette mm-hmm. thing, bachelor party has just exploded downtown. But there's yeah. a lot more to the city than just, like, bachelorettes and partying and Broadway. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, sure. there's a big food scene. There's big community around farmers markets and restaurants and I don't it's it's a great city to be in. And it just That's keeps cool. growing and getting better. Nice. One of my best buddies, uh, Fergie, is uh from, from Tennessee area. He keeps telling me we gotta go check it out for some live music. And I'm a I'm a big country fan myself. I don't know. You you like country out there or you like other what what's your genre? I listen to Whatever. anything. Yeah, yeah, I listen to anything. Right, cool. I know it's like big country influence out there, which is kind of cool. Keep on check it out. You guys got like a big, big lake out there too. Is that a thing in Nashville or no? Uh, yeah. So we down. have a uh, Percy Percy Priest Lake. Okay. So is it like ma- massive or play what? around all summer? You know, it's a lot of fun. Cool. Is that is the co- is there a Coast Guard station out there for that lake too or no? Actually, there's not. No. Yeah. No, we're the only one uh, out here in Nashville. Okay. Gotcha. All right. Cool. That's cool, though, man. So where, where else have you been, been stationed in the Coast Guard? What other units? So when I was in boot camp, we put in our dream sheet. I was fully planning on going to Hawaii, and I was I was hell-bent on going to Hawaii. And uh, one of our instructors was talking about Guam and, like, how cool it was and the different culture and whatnot. And I was like, you know what? I'll just put down Guam, number one. I don't care. But, like, there's no way I'm going to get it, right? Two weeks mm-hmm. later, I found out I'm going to Guam. And I was on the uh, – <laughs> the Sequoia for two years and I got, okay. That's the buoy tender, right? Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah. We did like half buoy tending, half law enforcement. So it was, uh, it was a good mix of everything. That's cool. Is that a, that's a 225? Yeah, I was on a 225. Okay, cool. So that was my first, first unit out of, uh, not Guam, but I I went to Homer, Alaska on a 225, the bull of the North. Yeah, it was like a glorified construction worker. I felt like I was an A gang over there. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing mechanically, to be honest, <laughs> but it was a cool experience either way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I loved That's it. Cool. I mean, I had a ton of fun and I got to see a whole side of the world that 
I had never seen before. So that was cool. That's cool, man. I know. I feel like anybody I've ever met who's been stationed in Guam just like basically loves it. Um, one of my good buddies, Witter, just absolutely loved it out there. He's like a big, big fisherman, hunts uh, for abalone and stuff. So he okay. liked it a lot out there. Absolutely. But, um, that's cool, though, man. So Guam, how, how long were you stationed out in Guam? I was there for two years. Two years? Okay, cool. As a, as yeah. a non-rate? Yeah, I was there as a non-rate. So I was I was gotcha. waiting to uh, go to MSTA school. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So I was there cool. from September 2016 to December 2019. No, December 2018. Sorry. Nice. That's cool. Did you did you do you guys have like government housing out there? Or did they put you on the economy? Oh, we lived in the barracks on the Navy base. Yeah. Oh, really? On the Navy base? No shit. Yeah. Okay. How is that out there? Is it pretty small? Uh, Navy base is fairly large. Like it's no Norfolk or anything like that, but I mean, it's yeah, still yeah. a decent sized base, a commissary exchange, the whole nine. Nice. That's cool, man. That's, that's and all the best items yeah. on the Navy base too. So that was cool. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So you did diving. Do you, you ever go for abalone yourself or no? Is that a thing? Uh, I've never actually I tried to dive for abalone. I'm actually terrible <laughs> at diving. So Oh, really? <laughs> I figured, you know, I'm here. Why not try it out? Get my certs, but I haven't done it since. Yeah, fair enough. I know. I feel like everybody else expects anybody in the Coast Guard to be like an amazing swimmer and diver, but it's not always <laughs> the case. <laughs> I remember boot camp, we had a few guys like doing remedial training and, and like whatever it was, like 4 a.m. to swim laps because they, they couldn't pass the regular swim test. Right, I was exactly. like, I thought the Coast Guard was full of good swimmers too, but. <laughs> Those guys had it made though because they got to take like long showers and. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Hundred percent. So maybe they maybe they were good swimmers. They just knew how to play the system. I don't know. Yeah, they, they definitely <laughs> cheated the system. Some of them. <laughs> yeah, good for them. Why the hell not? That's cool, the man. So, uh, so all right. So, you're tell, tell us a little bit about your rate. What you do in the Coast Guard? So, I am a Marine Science Technician, second class. Um, I work in the oil field, so I work in prevention mainly. So, uh, I work with facilities that transfer oil over the water. So I ensure they're compliant with the code of federal regulations. Um, whenever they do spill, I come in and I am a pollution responder and I work with contractors to clean up pollution and hazmat that happens to get in the river from commercial sources. Interesting. I just thought that was one of the more interesting rates that I, I'll be honest, I didn't know anything about be while i was in the coast guard but then i got out and started meeting people and they're like explaining different parts of it and i don't know if it was your mindset or not but did you pick that rate because it would translate well to the civilian world just out of curiosity yeah so um i originally joined to be a bosun's mate because i've always been around boats i always like law enforcement you know mm -hmm. stuff like that and uh i was talking to my bosun mate friends in guam and they were like Hey man, if you qualify to be an MST, you should just be an MST. And I was like, eh, whatever. I'll put my name on the list, see what happens. So I didn't really even know anything about it until I went to A school and started meeting people that were actual MSTs. That's pretty cool. That's, that sounds like a sounds like a good gig too. Um, too, if, if anybody's viewing in, watching, even the other branches, they, this always catches them off guard. So Coast Guard, you as active duty, you start off as a non-rate. Basically, means you don't have a specific job yet. And you have to apply to an A school. The acronym, what, I guess it's just advanced school. Is that what it is? A school? Yeah. In other branches, it's, it's like MOS. Yeah. Same, same kind of concept. You go in, you 
train for however long. Like for instance, me going the cooking route, I was at Petaluma, California for three months, came out as a cook. Then I had my specific job in the Coast Guard. But some rates like like MST, for instance, you waited two years, right? Yep. I think some of the aviation guys, they might wait for like, what, four or five years back when I was in. I don't know if it's changed since, but I don't think it's that bad anymore. It's not that bad anymore. Okay. I remember some guys on our ship were waiting like the whole time. They basically served their whole sentence on our ship as a non-rate because of it, but it happens, you know, <laughs> that's like motivation and dedication right there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's cool though, man. So, so interesting. So you think you're going to do anything with that, that rate once you get out or you think you're going to continue with big Ben's bagels or, or what? I don't know. Um, I got another three, four years on my contract, something like that. Okay, cool. And uh, I mean, from there, I don't know. Like I have a friend here that once I leave Nashville next year, he's going to take over the business. And oh, nice. And day-to-day operations, I'll run the, finan- uh, the financials and whatnot. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do after this. I'm looking more into like law enforcement on the federal side. Cool. I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. I'm fair just enough. trying to you get my degree right now and get that over with, and then. Uh, oh yeah, cool. Where Where are you going? I go to Southern New Hampshire. Nice. All right, yeah. Cool. How How much longer you got? Uh, I got like ten more classes, so a little under ten two years. Classes. Okay, cool. What uh, What are you studying? What's your major? I'm studying in business administration. Cool. Nice man. Cool. So are you using tuition assistance right now? Yeah, what I am. Are you using? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Nice. How how's, how's that work? How's tuition assistance work while you're active duty? <clears throat> so tuition assistance, they allow you to use up to forty five hundred dollars per fiscal year to go to school. Um, it's all paid for by the Coast Guard, and anything that you have to pay for out of pocket, it gets reimbursed by the Coast Guard as well. So essentially, as long as you're in the Coast in the Coast Guard you're able to go to school for free without actually using your GI bill. That's right. That's a, that's a sweet setup right there, man. I'm, I'm pumped to hear you're doing that. I think a lot of people don't take advantage of it or, or maybe they're on a ship and it's harder or whatever version of it. But I always love to hear when uh, people are able to take advantage of TA because it's a great benefit. I mean, after you get out, I use my GI bill, um, which is a great program as well. I've talked about it on the podcast. Basically, you serve your 36 months after duty, you get an honorable discharge, you're allotted. Um, 36 months of GI Bill, which will fund up to a certain amount per year at a college. And um, yeah, so it's a great program. I always say it's like the golden ticket, honestly. It's like one of the best choices I ever did was join the Coast Guard, to be honest, because you write your own ticket once you get out. There's a lot of great benefits afterwards. Um, so that's that's good to hear, man. That's cool. And then when, once you get out, if you don't transfer it to your dependents, your GI Bill, you can use it for master's or, yeah. or whatever or go. Yeah, some, uh, I, I fully plan on transferring it to my daughter because that'll just oh cool that'll hook her up in the future. Nice, that's that's great. So I uh, previous to working on Helms Kitchen full time, I worked at Fordham University in New York City. Uh, it's a private institution, college education. Um, we got a lot of student vets that didn't realize why they were active duty. They needed to transfer their GI Bill benefit why they were active duty to their dependent. So they got out and they're like, oh shit, I'm stuck with the GI bill now. So they came and used it themselves. But um, yeah, that's a big, that's a big part of it. So I'm glad you already know that bit. That's, that's important right there. Yep. You got to use the, all the advantages that they give you, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. hundred percent. There's a, there's a program called VR too. I don't know if you're familiar with it. Um, 
But basically, if you get out, you get a service-connected disability rating. You can keep going to um, college, potentially, if it's able to earn you a job, because it's technically a job placement program. But basically, it can just keep extending. You can keep going to school. Some people do it or get certifications or they'll pay for suits for your job interview or a laptop if you need it or whatever. Um, Basically, if you're getting out of the military, look at every little resource. There's, There's just endless amounts of nonprofits working to to help vets out. So it's cool, cool network. Once you get out, you got, you got a lot of good things to look forward to, man. While you're into obviously, but, uh, no, that just gets me excited to hear. So, so tell me more about big, big Ben's bagels, man. I've seen the pictures. They look absolutely delicious. I'm I'm from New York. I was born here and I love bagels and yours look amazing. So I don't know. Tell me about the business, man. How'd you come up with it? I'm not from New York. I'm originally from uh, Connecticut and Massachusetts, but I mean, the Northeast is bagel central. Oh yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, so I moved, like, I don't have a cooking background whatsoever. My mom was a chef, but, um, I never really got into cooking until I was in my twenties, really until I moved to Nashville. And, um, yeah, so my daughter was born January of 2021 and I was looking for, and it was the middle of COVID. So I really wasn't working much. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I was just looking for an outlet and like I always wanted to start my own business, but I didn't know anything about it. Like it was just I just won it, you know? I just went for it. So I put a post up on a well, first I started making the bagels in my house. Mm-hmm. And our friends were like, "Oh, these are great. Like you should try selling these." And I was like, hmm, "Okay. Um, why not? Let me gauge some interest." So I put a post up on Facebook and I, I got like a dozen orders. I think it was a dozen. It was something like that, but I had to make, I think it was like 10 dozen bagels that night. So 120 bagels. And I had never made that many bagels before. I was up till like two o'clock in the morning, making them just like stressed out. No idea what I was doing. And I woke up at like six the next morning and just went and delivered them all. And then people were just like, Hey, these are great. Let's keep doing this. And I was like, okay. So I kept like honing my skills and keep going and kept doing deliveries for, uh, I think it was like three or four months. And then I got the offer to go into a farmer's market. So I went to a farmer's market and then I've been at that farmer's market ever since. I mean, it's, it's become like kind of like a staple in the community of Nashville. You know, everybody has like their different bagel shops. I think there are like five of us. So everybody's okay, like cool. pretty lo- lo- loyal to uh, their favorites. So I get to see a lot of the same faces every weekend now. And, you know, it's That's really nice. grown into something that uh, I enjoy and I look forward to carrying on in the future. Yeah. You just gave me chills right there. That's that's awesome, man. That's, that's super cool, though. How <laughs> I, I'm laughing thinking of you making 120 bagels in your, your home kitchen um, setup. <laughs> I don't recommend it to anybody if you've never done it before. <laughs> now on a Friday night, I'll make during the summer, I'll make like five, six, seven, eight hundred, you know? Yeah. No problem. No problem. <laughs> but that first time making like 10 dozen, like I was stressed out. My whole oh, house man. smelled like a bakery. Like it was because my home oven, I can only cook like what, two dozen at a time. Yeah. But then like, <laughs> I just have this little like kettle pot. So I'm like boiling three at a time. It yep. was cool. like, it's. I'm so glad to be in a big kitchen and like be able to spread out. And 
that makes it way nicer my disposal you know that's where my mind went to i was like how the fuck were you boiling that many bagels <laughs> it must have taken you hours just because of that even oh, cooking boy. on the ship we had those big like steam kettle pots two of them it was still kind of a pain in the ass with those <laughs> i can only imagine the home kitchen that's yeah. awesome you pulled it through and made it work man that's, yeah, man. That's yeah. Cool. i stayed in my home kitchen until uh like two months in and then my wife was like dude nice. you gotta get out of here like go find a go find a kitchen yeah. i was like okay <laughs> can do that's cool very cool how how's that process like finding a commercial kitchen how, how'd that work it actually wasn't bad because uh so like i grew most of my following on instagram so i got to know <laughs> different um like food entrepreneurs around nashville so that's how I got into the farmer's market. And then I asked him, I was like, hey, I need a kitchen to cook out of. And they're like, hey, go to Citizen's Kitchen in East Nashville. Like, just send him an email. Here's the general manager's email. And it's like, here's the pricing, so on and so forth. Send him an email. And two weeks later, I was in the kitchen. And it's just a, uh, it's like a shared space. So you book what you need per day. And, you know, there are 100 other companies in that kitchen, but... We all make it work. That's cool. That's cool setup right there. Picked out of that is net networking seems to be key, right? And that's a that's a big part um, when you get out of the military as well. Just networking with other vets. But I just attended a great event last week. Um, College NYU has a program called uh, Veteran Future Labs. They ran a big summit last week, about 150 people or so. Um, I had the opportunity to table uh, for Hellman's Kitchen, which was great. But it just gave me another opportunity to meet more vets specifically veteran entrepreneurs and you never know who people know like um you know it's just it's it's crazy and everybody's genuinely trying to help you know there's enough business out in the world where you don't got to be cutthroat exactly um, so it's, yeah that's nice to hear that that helped push you along there that's cool so how many uh i guess how, how many attempts did it take for you to perfect this this first bagel iteration was it like years of you messing around in the home kitchen just messing around and you were like i, I got this one recipe i'll go to how, well, it was go? COVID, so I really had nothing better to do. Man, yeah. I was working very minimal for the Coast Guard at the time. Plus, we were on holiday routine before that. Yeah, cool. So I had like a month off before that. So I was just in my kitchen. Like At first, I was looking for a bagel place. And I saw like mm -hmm. bagels cost like $5. And I was like, no, this is unacceptable. So I had this little KitchenAid um, from my wife's grandfather from the 70s. And this <laughs> thing was... It was tried and true. I finally broke it like a few months ago, but I mean, this thing was, this thing was killer. And uh, so I just started with like 50 bucks and an idea. And I just started throwing recipes from Google and YouTube and whatnot together. And I finally came up with my recipe. And I mean, that's been my recipe for the last almost two years. Oh yeah. I love yeah. it. I love to hear that. I changed that's, it a lot awesome. at first, but it's it's been consistent now for a long time. That's cool. Well, well, you well, you all heard it. Fifty bucks in a dream, and now look at look at this guy is killing it. That's yeah. that's cool, <laughs> man. That's that's cool to hear. So, uh, so out of all the bagels, what's what's your favorite bagel, and what's the best seller? Oh, I'm an everything bagel guy through and through. I used to like Asiago bagels a lot, but then I started eating a lot of them. I gained a lot of weight from eating cheese and carbs. And <laughs> I was like, all right, cool. I got to cut this out. So now I just eat everything bagels. And I mean, they're by far my best seller as well. All right, cool. Uh, I think I agree. I agree with you on that, but everything is the way to go. Everything I, I like onion bagels a lot too. So what's your, what's your favorite way to eat the bagel? Some schmear, some cream cheese, eggs, bacon. 
What's your uh, go-to? Man. Uh, I usually just go straight cream cheese, whatever iteration I can come up with. I make this uh, jalapeno cilantro cream cheese. Ooh. So it's spicy, but also got that fresh cilantro kick to it. It's real good. Um, but also you can't go wrong with like a bacon, egg and cheese or a sausage, egg and cheese. You know, I wake up classics early in the morning before the, uh, before the market cook all the bagels. And then I prep like 50 or 60 breakfast sandwiches and I bring everything to the market. It's like, all right, cool. Let's do this. Three hours to sell nice. everything. That's cool. Do you ever br- launch like uh, new products just to, to try out that haven't done well? Uh, out of curiosity, like any that you've just like tried out and people are like, eh, maybe not. I mean, so I started the, this everything bagel seasoning line mm-hmm. and I got everything together to do it. I thought it was going to be like, I'm going to sell this on Amazon. I'm going to be the next Trader Joe's, everything but the bagel. And mm-hmm. like I've sold maybe 50 of them. In the last six oh, okay. months. Interesting. See, so so that's that's cool though. Like you saw, I'm sure you still learned a ton from figuring all that part out, right? Probably oh, yeah. And I still have it doing it. Like, I still have all the stuff to do it. It's just not nice. a I thought it was gonna be a lot bigger than it was, and uh mm-hmm. it's just not a focal point right now. Gotcha. Interesting. That's good good to know though. Interesting. So what's uh what's the future of Big Ben's bagel look like? Once you move out of Nashville, you think you'll end up coming back to Nashville to keep running it or expand or. I don't know. Um, it all depends where the coast guard sends me, honestly. Yeah. Um, if I'm far away, it's probably going to be pretty hard to run the business. Mm-hmm. But if I'm close, if I'm in Florida, Alabama, North Carolina is really where I'm trying to go. It'll be easier to, you know, pop right over to Tennessee and take care of business, you know? Yeah, but hopefully, sense. like in the next year, I'm trying to move into my own kitchen and then, um, like maybe get a little restaurant, maybe not a restaurant, but just like a takeaway kind of place. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's, that's a good idea. That'd be pretty neat. That's cool, right there. You might have to send uh, some senior leadership and Coast Guard some bagels or something, sway their decision. <laughs> I, I gave uh bagels to this admiral once, and he like sent me a person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that like, that pretty cool. That was <laughs> Nice man. Hit them back up. Be like, be like, hey, what's up? Uh, trying to trying to stick close by so I can keep making these things. Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe that's why. I'm sure, that all. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's pretty cool, man. All right, cool, man. So, all right. So, any any entrepreneurs out there listening in or aspiring entrepreneurs, you got any advice for them? Any oh, best practices, just in general? You know, what what to what to avoid, what mistakes not to go into, whatever it may be. Follow your heart, man. You know. And network as much as you can, you know, like at first, like I tried networking like locally and now I focus more like networking around the country because you never know who you're going to meet. And, you know, every, every hand that you shake, every person that you talk to, like you never know where it's going to take you. Like, for instance, like you reached out to me, right. From the Coast Guard memes post. Yep. And then you connected me with, I forget the gentleman's name, but he writes articles about veterans. Oh, so yep. he, yeah, he sent me an email and I wrote him up a whole thing. And now he's going to publish me on his website. So you never know where these connections that you make are going to take you. 100% man. It's all about 
all about who you know and uh, networking and building that community of people, building relationships. Um, it's super, super important and helpful. All right, cool. So, all right. So for anybody looking to support your business or buy your bagels, how, how do they get to you? What's your, what's your social media handle? Okay. Yeah. Um, social media, Instagram is my big one. It's uh big Ben's bagels underscore Nashville. And then my website, if you want to order bagels is big Ben's And I shipped the lower 48. They'll be there within three ish days. Thanks. Awesome, Ben. Well, it was a pleasure having you on, man. Uh, anything you didn't get to, you want to? We want to say? No, I think I'm all good. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, well thank you for having man. me, Stephen. I really appreciate it, man. All right, brother. All right.